0: Oh man, we went I went skiing today and we the knee was great and um Oh that's very right. good.
1: I can't believe you're skiing. That's awesome. Yeah. That's great, man. I'm glad to hear that.
0: Yeah, yeah. It was the best conditions up here ever that I've experienced. Um, did t-
2: you take the kids skiing or did you go solo? Yeah, yeah. well oh, that's great, um
0: man. Morgan's off and running. She has um, friends that we met up here and she was off on blues and and uh maybe she snuck a black end. I mean, when the snow's nice, it's it's doable. Yeah. Mean, it's not hardcore up here. So um it's just about her being with friends that can ski it and then just you know she's pretending she's brave and then suddenly she does it and she's like oh i did it i
2: can do that does she ski or snowboard
0: she skis everybody finn just started snowboarding and he is doing great loving it it's just it tires him out like quickly it's a a lot more work uh than i think he thought it would be Right um, to just learn the whole new system, and because uh, your
1: body is not designed to go in that direction. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's like you're working against how your body is built. It's true. You're yeah. You're twisting. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it, skiing is. It's like steering a boat.
0: It's like driving. It, yeah. Oh,
1: I'm sorry. Skiing's like walking. You know, but right. snowboarding is just your body's not designed to do that.
0: Yeah. So he he doesn't last uh, as long as everybody else, but you know, it's just the best all together charlie now can ski and you know can get down the bunny slopes and um (laughs) so we're like uh you know it's such a fun thing to do all together and it was a beautiful day it was great but man we came home and i uh
2: passed out at like four till uh seven
0: wow (laughs) how's your
2: knee feel now after doing all that work
0: i i kept meaning to uh throw some ice on it's just um it's not painful it's just swollen just worked
2: do you have a mixed drink that's got ice you can just
1: rest it on your knee
2: no. Yeah, the beer. Well, the beer works, too. Pinky
1: out. I look at the pinky out on the beer. It's nice. Very classy.
2: Hey, what are you drinking? What do you got there? A little whiskey?
1: little Tully.
3: Oh, nice. Yeah. I should have gotten a Burbs. I'm just having a beers. Just beers? Just a beers.
1: And, Jesse, are you in person or are you still remote? You're still remote, right?
3: We're still remote. That's why I was late. Our school board was having a meeting tonight to make a decision on uh, whether or not we are going to go back on March 1st.
2: Gotcha. Do we have exclusive information, Jess?
3: Uh, you do not, because my school board failed to make a decision in two and a half hours of meeting. So mm-hmm. so they're going to meet again next Thursday night. So that means next Wednesday I will not sleep again.
2: So, yeah.
3: Right.
0: So
2: they, they they realize March 1st is a fixed date, right? And, like, as they don't decide, <laughs> it keeps getting closer. I don't know. During pandemic, there's, it's pretty willy-nilly with days and weeks and uh. I never know anymore what the actual day of the week is. It's today.
3: Oh, I have to, which, which I'm so glad I'm teaching because I have to know what day it is and I have to know the date. So that keeps me in like it's February. Okay, fine. I got that.
2: That's. I meant more of that, the date. I know the date because of kids learning remotely and I know what her schedule is. But like when I have to – every once in a while I have a document I have to sign and put a date on and I have to like l- go online and go,
1: well, what's <laughs> what's today? Dude. Do you ever space out this much? Do you ever space out and go, what, "Is it October?" No. It, like I, I, I will sometimes like be that out of it where I, I, I'm like, "Wait, it's it's the it's the winter right now, right?" we're not in the. <laughs> <fall."> <laughs> yeah. That's pretty bad. <laughs> I know it is. I know. Trust me.
2: In fairness, Dave, I have done that only because when the flyers came back uh, maybe about like a month ago or three weeks ago or whenever it was, it was weird to me. And I was like, God, I can't believe they're playing hockey in the winter. And I was like, wait, they always play hockey in the winter from October until June. So like I'm totally messed up on just all of that, but I know it's February like, so, but. Hey Kev,
1: how are the flyers doing? I have no idea.
2: Well, they've been awesome, but they've got four, uh, five players now on a COVID list. So they haven't played. They've had a bunch of games canceled, and they were supposed to start up again Monday, but two more players today went on the list, so who knows?
1: And you going. say awesome. Like, are they in first place? Second. As in previous years, will the whole league make the playoffs this year?
2: I don't know. I mean, I would assume it's still going to be playoff-driven. It's a lot different than even last year's bubble was, so it's, it's probably not as inconvenient. However, they've got games left and right. They get canceled. I think they said... The Flyers games being canceled were the 17th, like when the first one was, it was the 17th game of all of NHL that was canceled this season, and this season's wow. only about like three, four weeks old, so. Wow.
3: Yeah.
2: You know, still weird.
3: Who'd have thought? Who'd have yeah. thought?
0: You know, most uh,
2: scientists. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so should i start i guess i should start there no no, no, no. no, no you, you can't start until it's almost like the set, we need a quorum called until oh it, i see still rony rony calls a quorum we have to just keep bantering keep, keep bantering hey
1: this is steve with the punch-up podcast
2: with me on this episode are kevin reagan hey steve
1: jesse preisendorfer hey steve know, Shea, Stephen, and our storyteller is Dave Jadico. Dave, welcome back. Thank you, Steve. I'm so uh, excited to be back again. It's uh, it's it's like returning home. Oh. So yeah. So thanks for having me back.
2: Did you bring your laundry? You return home. You bring your laundry.
1: <laughs> I made a cake. Yeah, but I think I left a, a ham sandwich in my room on the table. So I, I was I wondering
2: okay. whose
0: that was. Yeah, it is disgusting.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm going to tell a story about a friend of mine. I'm going to tell a story about a really good friend of mine that I met in fourth grade and who was a friend from like fourth grade all the way up into high school and then you know in high school where you start to find like your your cliques or your groups of friends yeah he he was part of my group of friends and then I think the last couple of years of high school we we had different paths
0: is this the uh, screenplay super bad
1: <laughs> yeah right it's uh pretty much we're, we were about as cool as those kids uh, in Super Bad. <laughs> Actually, pretty dead on. Uh, so, this is my friend Jeff. And I, I met him in fourth grade. I was in the um, the uh, gifted class. I, I don't know if any of you guys were in one of those. Humble
2: brag. Yeah, a little humble that brag. was the best part. It wasn't so much the gifted class, but I don't know if you guys are in
1: those. How dumb are you, assholes?
2: Explain what gifted is.
1: Cause- yeah, yeah. So, I, I think if you went through the group of people that perform in comedy sports, i think there's probably a a large number of people have were in the gifted class but actually it was called in my school district at that time it was called special interest that was literally the name of it special, special
2: interest. interest
0: really in the gifted bathrooms did you have the burlap roll that came out of the the, the burlap forgot. did you guys did you guys get cloth
1: or? no yeah. ian ian this was in like the late 70s this was not in the the 50s all right
2: well, you didn't have the hand rolls that like it was no no we
1: had paper towels paper towels. Yeah, the we did too.
2: 70s and he made that clear they were made of asbestos in, in, in okay.
0: the 80s i had i had bathrooms with just the rolling you know cloth on the Never. my
1: strongest memory of one of those is from the movie firefox with clint eastwood uh where he plays a uh an american who goes undercover in ussr because he speaks russian and he he Beats a guy to death with of the pole from one of those. Not to death, maybe just unconscious. Does yeah.
2: he use the Clint Eastwood accent in Russian, like Russian Clint Eastwood?
1: Yeah, sort of. It's a really cool movie. It's a great kind of cool. Is that a fighter jet movie? Jet thing? But
2: is it a fighter jet movie? It's a fighter
1: jet that that he he can control with his mind. <laughs> but he but the reason that the military oh, goes and gets him is because he speaks fluent Russian because yeah. he has to think in Russian. Right. To be able to fly the plane.
3: Yeah, I was a, I was an Airwolf guy.
1: Okay, this is the same time period. That, that That's basically the same time period as Airwolf.
3: I think you probably have to be gifted to really
1: enjoy there it. There <laughs> you go. Thank you, Jesse. And Jesse got us back on track. So, so a special interest was basically if you were advanced in like writing or math or create creativity of some way, they, you took a test and there was like a small group of kids that instead of I guess two of my classes every day instead of doing the a group course, of
0: kids that were dropped down a trap door
1: yeah, yeah pretty much we would go to this one teacher and it'd be like a group of 10 of us like the, all the fourth graders there were like 10 of us and uh we would study social studies and and yeah. english and things like that. relax yeah yeah so, it's like
3: it's, malcolm in the middle you were malcolm
1: I guess so. So that's sort of that thing. Again, though, I was not the best student. I was more kind of creative and not, not a great student.
0: Was there mood lighting and like beanbags in the classroom? It,
1: yes, it was. It was a class exactly like that. We we have beanbags. It was casual. Uh, we did projects, a lot of arts and crafts based on like oh, history. Oh, captain, my
0: captain. <laughs> okay.
1: Robin Williams was our teacher. So I met Jeff in this class and we were in this class all through junior high school and into high school. So I actually left it in high school because I was not doing very well because I was not a great student. What was um, the year it started? What year were you when this special interest started? 78 maybe. Actually, I probably I probably got in it in 1977 uh, or so. But this was like 1978 when I met him. Uh, you know, like Dukes of Hazard time period. Star uh, Wars. Maybe. Star Wars, dude. And Star yeah. Wars. Yep. And so Jeff was this kind of kid uh, who was like super smart, didn't listen to any of the teachers, like could not focus for five seconds. And he would totally have been diagnosed with ADD now. That's totally what he had. But back then it was just, he was uh, was rambunctious. Yeah. He had energy. He had energy, exactly. But he was super smart. Like he was was the first kid to get a computer in junior high school and like learned how to program and made like video games we used to play. Um, He was the kid also, this guy Jeff was always the dungeon master when we played Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. You know, he was really creative and could tell stories and he was, he was a really fascinating kid. And also like his parents, while they were kind of strict, just left him alone for like weekends at a time. So we used to, I used to sleep over his house all the time.
3: In fourth grade?
1: Uh, Like sixth grade, by the time we got to middle school. and. We'd sleep. I sleep over his house for like a day and a half. We'd just hang out in the basement. And Dave, was he an only child? No, he had two brothers at the time. Uh, He was a middle child. I I also was a middle child then uh, until my little brothers were born.
2: Is there
0: any possibility that he he was a middle-aged undercover cop who just looked young?
1: it's possible yeah he was probably grifting me and uh, trying to get me to
0: live alone in somebody else's basement and would invite you over to play
1: video games exactly that's
3: the title of his book grifting the gifted
1: grifting the gifted nice little uh anagram there probably
3: that's what i do that's my gift
1: <laughs> uh so i to give you an idea okay so and like i said i was friends with jeff all the way through until we were like you know and i actually remember seeing him at, after high school once or twice but I do remember he was the first one to get a driver's license. He was his birthday was in April, mine was in August. Okay. And uh, this is kind of like how wild didn't he was. You break up
0: with him before that, did you?
1: No, no, because cause he drove me everywhere back then. Oh yeah. He had a Grand Torino uh, that wow. he and his older brother shared.
2: Speaking of Clint Eastwood, yeah. there
1: you go. Right. Yeah. Uh, also, Dukes of Hazard. Uh, speaking. Of, oh no, no, not Dukes of Hazard. Uh, Starsky and Hutch. That was a Grand Torino. Right. That's right. Yeah. So he had this eight-cylinder, like mid '70s, huge car. It went like a million miles an hour.
0: Or on the floor?
1: No, it it was uh, on the uh, on the tree, as they say. Uh, so I guess it was like a three-speed uh, on the on the gear shift. Oh, wow. uh, on the on you know on the uh, the on steering the column. On the column, thank you. Cause, and also because it had a bench seat, it oh, was like wow. when you got in it, it was it was like being in a racquetball court. It was huge.
0: <laughs> you know, you just like you just kind of <laughs> flopped
1: was, around. And we were not big – like I was like 5'5", five, five, and so was he. He was like – we were both small guys. But I remember when he, when he first got his license, he used to drive around. I used to go around, drive around with him, and he would look for train tracks where he could hit like as fast as you could go. Hell, yeah. And try and get the car off the ground. Get air. You got to get and a little air. air. In fact, we called it the GSA club get some air oh get some air that's okay. <laughs> exactly what we used to call it
3: it would take me an hour to figure that out
1: and, and and i actually went online today to see and there was this i don't know if you guys are familiar with bucks county there's a near the buck hotel anybody nobody mm-hmm. nobody there's like bristol road has this railroad track that has a nice straightaway it's only 25 miles an hour mind you but a nice straightaway that we definitely got the car off the ground on on that railroad track, yeah, and you can even see, and you can see it on Google Earth because I saw it today to see what road it was. You can see the dig marks from Where
2: cars bottom out. Cars
1: bottom out. It's it's still there. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Oh. So so that's that's kind of like the kind of stuff he did. He was just like he was wild, man. Like he just yeah. like he just would do crazy things like that. Um, so when you know we started spending a lot of time together it was like you know when we were like younger, and I I would say like when we were around. 10 or 11 he moved he used to live right down the street from me ah. and he moved two developments over okay. so that wasn't that far away in the suburbs you know like a development is only like you know a, a, a square mile i Did guess to
0: the, to the gifted uh, cul-de-sac
1: uh, yeah that's right yeah like he left the gifted cul-de-sac and he went to the wild kid goal cul- now uh, so he moved two two developments over his was brand new and then there was one in between us that was just starting to get like the basements dug out yes. and just getting started yes. right yes. yeah so you
3: talking my language
1: we spent a whole summer i think maybe when we were around 11 or so exploring the sewer pipes that they yep. had
2: put in yeah man the back because
1: they were all like two and a half feet in diameter so we could easily like crawl through them oh yeah
2: still clean not nothing's going through it yet
1: they were pristine and yeah. so we used to bring flashlights yep. and uh chalk uh, and like mark like like arrows and like which way we're going to go and stuff. And so, yeah, we would crawl through the, you know, sewer pipes. And so the the development between us, like I said, they were digging out the basements and stuff. And this was also back when they didn't secure anything.
2: Um,
1: anything. anything. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good point, was, Ian. It, yeah, I was going to say they didn't just secure. Like at
0: the end of the workday, they're just like, ahoga, do and just.
1: <laughs> it was. And now granted, they didn't leave tools around. Right, but they nowadays they secure construction sites they have fences yeah. because people steal copper and and all that stuff right, and
0: seventeen hundred children have died on construction sites <laughs>
1: right, so we used to steal wood steal wood, yeah, yeah, there'd be ton of tons of yeah. scrap wood and 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 tile and things like that. so we used to you know go exploring the half built houses and and I remember climbing up on roofs of houses, oh, yes, yeah.
2: absolutely. Dude. Uh,
1: yeah, and just like running around and like climbing up the like where they didn't have staircases, kind of like helping each other up to the second floor. But the scaffolding,
3: they'd leave all the scaffolding up and you yeah. can go up and all that. Yep. And they yeah. would
2: put up the um and I don't know what year they started doing this, the um fiberglass, the, the insulation, but the, the, the pre fab stuff that just nails right onto the right before you put the drywall on top of it. Yeah, you
1: and believe it or not, this was before that stuff was invented. Yeah, you're talking about the, the, the moisture block.
2: Yes, exactly. Yeah. Tyvek? Yeah, yeah it Tyvek. Is, it is Tyvek. Yeah. yeah, we would find like shingle nails because they have the big heads. Yeah, we, we would just throw them like Chinese stars, uh, uh, <laughs> throwing stars, throw into them. Easy. I, well, they changed the name back then. That's what they called. Yeah. We we would throw them like throwing stars, and we would leave, and it would just be a whole wall of now. God, I loved going yeah.
1: to. Well, we used to have. I remember we used to, we used to call them dirt bomb fights. Yeah, over basements. Like he would get on one side of a basement, I would be on the other. They had just put the cinder block in clogs. and you would throw like clogs of dirt yeah. and yeah. clumps of dirt at each other but
0: they'd explode on the wall you and know? they like, would
1: explode yeah. on, exactly yeah. right and we would try and hit each other or hit the wall and they would blow up and it was great fun i mean it was amazing fun so one afternoon and i think it was either in the fall or in the spring this is that thing where i'm not sure what time of the year which side of the year yeah. i'm on I remember we had jackets on. So it, it was whatever time of the year we would be wearing jackets. But That's not wearing
2: masks as well, Dave, pulled over no. your
1: face. <laughs> no, no, no no, ski masks. Uh, just like windbreakers or something. And
0: Well, wait a second. Windbreakers are very different than jackets.
1: Th- all right. So I, I think I was wearing a windbreaker. Like, like yeah. Right, like so that.
0: It's, it's perhaps early spring yeah, or, or
1: mid-fall. Or fall, exactly. Right. So we went to one of the sites. And in between... Two of the houses, so if you imagine like three houses next to each other, in between two of the houses that were partially built, there was a house that was yet to be built, right? so it was just a site, and they hadn't even dug out the basement yet and the lot was completely full of debris, and it was not there the weekend before, okay, and what it was, it, a dump truck must have come by, and they emptied out what looked like the remains from a burned home. Huh. Like, like, so I don't know. Maybe maybe the the contractor they were going to do a cleanup on this site, so that's where they emptied the dump truck. But it was very clearly an entire suburban home: the furniture, the luggage, the clothing, the 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 pictures on the walls, the toys, the kitchen stuff, all the personal items.
0: Was this an Italian construction company?
1: (laughs) I, I, I don't know. This sounds like a marriage gone
3: terribly wrong.
1: <laughs> so, could, could have been just a dump and run too, right?
3: I mean, that, it could
2: have just been like.
1: Well, it, that's true. You're right. It could have been somebody who cleaned out. Now the stuff was half burned. Yeah. Some of the stuff was very burned. Like there was definitely a couch that was completely burned, and some of the stuff you could see was like all water damage because clearly it must have been in a fire, and so it was all yeah, water yeah. damage. But it was a, a huge mound, and it was how like tall, an, Dave? Was it almost a dump, like... like a dump a dump truck full? So probably at its apex, maybe eight feet, seven feet. So something you could climb, you could climb up. And we did. Uh, We, you imagine two, like 11, 12, I think we were 12 or 13 actually at the time. Yeah. Like year old uh, boys, like just exploring and looking through all this stuff. I mean, they had picture albums and things like that in there. Oh Oh my my God. God. You could see like just all these personal items and furniture and furnishing. It was just, yeah, it was fascinating.
0: This is also back when you would get news headlines like, you know, girl falls down well, or yeah. like, you know, two boys found at the bottom of someone else's house that was transferred over another Under avalanche.
1: Were they transferred with the house or later? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, were, boys, we were actually in the house.
3: found farm. with fossils. <laughs> did you burn the trash?
1: We did not. We did burn a lot of stuff, uh, Jeff and I, because I, I used to remember like bringing gunpowder and setting stuff on fire. And like we, we, used to, we did all kinds of explorations into pyro and things like that when we were at that age, but no, we did not do that. So it was super fascinating. And we were just looking through all yeah. this stuff. And, and, uh, and so Jeff found this one like leather pouch uh, that had like a snap on it and a chain and like a little clasp. And it kind of looked like, like a perfume, bottle and so like he picked it up and like unsnapped it and he immediately was laughing and he pointed it right in my face and sprayed me and instead of like perfume going tss, like a little perfume spray it was like <gasps> like just it just gushed out and all of a sudden my head was on fire oh my god and I couldn't see and my lungs were on fire, and my Uh-oh. sinuses, And I immediately dropped to the ground, and I was rolling around in utter agony. It was extreme pain. Oh, my god. I, my eyes were watering. I, I, I almost threw up.
0: So he looked at it and said, I wonder what this will do to Dave. Yeah.
1: <laughs> exactly what he thought, yeah. Well, he, I think he thought it was a perfume. I think he thought he was just going to spritz yeah. me with perfume. And it was, it was mace and it was like a you know like a um the kind that you would keep in your purse yeah or or on but it was big it was like maybe five inches tall and you know and like was there a moment when it was pointed at you like were you curious like huh i wonder what this is like a peaceful i think i think maybe because i think i was looking at like the chain that hung. because it also i remember this so vividly what is that i remember this so vividly do you remember the keychains Nowadays, most keychains are just a, a spiral of metal, but there used to be the kind that you kind of like clipped on, and then if oh, the, yeah. the like a little yeah. lever clicked oh, yeah. down, yeah. Yeah. it, it was one mechanisms. of those. Uh-huh. And so I remember looking at it like, "Oh, that's that's one of those cool <laughs> little keychain things." Yeah. Right before I got all the chemical agent <laughs> shot into my face, right?
2: Yeah, Dave, is this at the end of the relationship with Jeff? I know that. <laughs> oh, no,
1: this was this was <laughs> the beginning in the of the end. This was square in the middle. It it was no different than like one of us punching the other one in the stomach. Or, you know, it was just like, he was just like, oh, I wonder what this does. Yeah. And it was, it did the worst thing it could possibly have done. (laughs) Uh, So it took me about eight to 10 minutes before I could even stop coughing. Yeah. And, and get up, like sit up. Was he worried? He was terrified. He thought he would kill me. Like he, he thought he had, like, I was dying. Uh and so like he was like like shaking me and I you know I did that thing where you lock up because you don't want anybody to touch because it's painful. And
0: when you when you came to was he trying to light you on fire? (laughs) (laughs) He
1: was trying to to roll me in a basement.
2: He was on top of a a pile of old
1: photos. (laughs) They're very flammable. So after about 15 minutes, it started to abate a little bit and I, I could open my eyes we didn't have any water there was nothing like flush me out with and then around like 20 or 30 minutes into it I finally was able to like breathe normally and stand up okay and I
0: think I'm okay I think yeah I'm okay.
1: yeah, yeah exactly it was like this anaphylactic shock kind of thing and it, but it, it was like my uh, you know adrenaline and and the, just the whole experience it was just horrifying and I, I really thought I was dying
2: Sure. And I also,
1: I, not, I don't think either of us knew what it was. Right. Yeah. Like, so I couldn't process what was happening to me. Yeah, I guess, like, thinking back, maybe I just didn't know what Mace was, you yeah. know? Yeah. Why right. would you? Yeah. yeah, why would I? I don't know.
0: Like I, I a pile yeah. of random stuff in a leather pouch and, you know. Yeah. Just the, the instinct of a good friend to, to just, like, be like, well, there's only one way to find out. Dave, come here.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. I, so I know what that feels like. Uh, if you Plus. ever want to know... Like you know what mace in the face feels like. Like it's. And you and said lungs too. Like you breathed it. It was. I breathed it, it in. Yeah, that's that as well. What's well, hard not to because it's.
2: Yeah. Also, you thought it was perfume, so you probably also are like, ooh, let me see. Oh.
1: <laughs> like a nice, nice. Snip. I'm not getting it. <laughs> yeah. The
2: ladies are gonna love me now. It's funny because like such a dude code thing. I'm really
1: surprised you didn't do it back to him. Well, I, I think it was chart. It was. discharged at that point oh yeah he used it all spent he's spent he's like oh my as he's spraying it he's like
2: oh no Dave what's happening and he just keeps spraying it (laughs) (laughs) point it somewhere else
1: (laughs) and and also it would have taken me 30 minutes to of course to retaliate Uh, yeah Yeah. and then like I said I we lost touch Uh, although a, a friend of mine like, I, I, I thought back, I haven't seen him since, like, 1989, I want to say. Yeah. Uh, that was, like, probably the last time I saw him. I, I remember, he's a musician, and when I was in college, he asked me to record some saxophone on a, some videotape he was doing, and so I, that was the last time I, I remember seeing him. But a buddy of mine about 15 years ago ran into him, this guy Jeff, uh, in, like, a bar in Virginia, uh, and he, he said he recognized him right away. He was like, "That's that's Jeff." And he went up, and he he, he now has his head shaved. So he said he looks obviously different, but still the same. You know, you could tell it was him. And the guy Jeff didn't remember him really, and or me. And what he said was that he, in his early thirties, I think he said he got Lyme disease, oh, yeah. and he said it affected his memory. and he had a hard time remembering stuff from when he was a kid and so he didn't he didn't really have recollection of of like the group of guys that hung out with each other when we were that age uh yeah isn't that bizarre Yeah.
0: yeah Yeah, that affects people so differently. Um, that's So if you it now, it would just be cold-blooded. Hostile. <laughs> just hostile.
1: Yeah. Do it anyways. Why? Why do it it Which now is probably the opportune time to do it. Dave, he might not know what Mace is right now. You might want to get him. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Yeah. What do I have coming up? Friday, I have a show called Trash Puppets. Uh, CSZ Philadelphia is producing it. It's a show where we, a couple of improvisers mail each other a box of trash, and you have to make a functioning puppet out of the trash, not knowing what it's going to be. And then the audience votes on which one they like the best at the end of the show. It's kind of like the Great British Baking Show or Chopped combined with The Muppet Show. And the puppets do a little, they do a little improv, don't they? We do a little bit of improv to show you how the puppet works. And we talk about the construction, you know, like how we made it.
2: It's awesome. This entire episode is about trash and construction. I love it. There you go, right? So if your puppet has mace that shoots out of its face, <laughs> Right.
1: <laughs> I've seen trash puppets. It is great. Thanks, Steve. Where can you get tickets? Uh, it's CSZ Philadelphia. Comedy Sports in Philadelphia. You can go to the website and they're there. Yeah, it's super fun. It's appropriate for all ages. In fact, we do a challenge where we put up a slide. We did it two weeks ago and we also did it last week where we give the audience four objects and they make a puppet and uh, a lot of kids have participated and submit pictures to us and we get to show their pictures during the show and we talk about how they made their puppet. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. And we started doing that because uh, this married couple just did it on their own and then sent us pictures. They said, Oh my God. We, we played trash puppets between this family and our family. And we sent them a box and they sent us a box. And these are the puppets we made. And then we were like, That's a great idea. Let's put it on the show. What a great idea. Yeah, super fun. And then I'm also doing comedy sports on most Saturday nights, doing a little improv comedy. And uh, that's at CSC Philadelphia. Awesome. Thank you, buddy. Thanks, Dave.